0: They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com.
2: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Radio.
0: Oh,
3: hey! Thanks, Diamond Dave. CNR on FSR. I hope you're ready.
0: Actually, I'm not. I'm deleting email. No, I guzzled some coffee before I got here, so let's go! Well,
3: you carry the show while I delete Overstock, JetBlue,
0: Home Depot, (laughs) Pottery Barn. Yo, Ramos, you ever get an email? By the way, welcome
2: back. Oh, thank you. Ramos! Ramos! What up, buddy? Even if it's just for a couple of days, cut some softball games to kind of finish off the season. Nice. But anyway, I love
0: how involved you are. that, That is an inspiration. Being involved with kids sports... It's important. I'm Um, sorry. What did you say? I was deleting uh, Sunglass Hut. No, no, thank you, Joanne's. I don't need your coupons.
3: Do you get that as well? Like somehow
0: you're on every mailing list ever. (laughs) Great and barrel beat it. Dude, I went to one Washington Nationals game, and every day they sent me an email. I don't want to go back. (laughs) You know, I know it's easier to unsubscribe, but I love the anger it gives me to delete them every day. It gives me an edge. There's two types of people. There's me, my type of people, which is every day. Every half hour, be like thirty-eight new messages. I'm like delete, 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 delete. And then there's people like Spot and my wife who are like eighteen thousand four hundred emails. Should we check the, the current I, tally? I, please do, because so I, so it makes me hate you. GNC. More. <laughs> I haven't been to GNC in two years. Ready for this? Stop emailing yeah. me.
1: Drum roll, please. All right, yeah. One hundred and twenty-two thousand six
3: hundred and fifty-six unread emails. God, that uh, annoys me so much. No, I gotta delete them. I gotta delete yeah. them. It keeps my my edge and anger going. It, it fuels my fire. You can unsubscribe or you can complain like me but it keeps you going. Again, I'm Steve Cavino, that is Rich Davis. Yo. It's Fox Sports Radio. Spotty's here. Hey. Oh, Covino and Rich for your videos and to play along at home. And As we already mentioned, Ramos is back. It's always great to see Ramos. Bursch! And Bursch is in for Danny G. And Dan Byers. Dan Byers got your updates, man. What a, what a, a show. What um, a show. What a
0: country. Uh, well, hey, we are broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studio. Tyrac.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com the way tire buying should be. <laughs>
3: and We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Let's go.
0: If I'm amped up, I apologize. You know what it is? I'm not BSing. I'm honest when I say this. These two hours of our day are my favorite. I really do. I enjoy hanging with you guys. I you say I was
3: deleting Wayfair's email. I I,
0: I enjoy the hang. I enjoy talking sports and life and everything. And we're going to get into it today. We're going to talk about flying with kids as a great sports story. Uh, Spot, if you don't delete those emails, I'm going to stomp you like Draymond Green, which, by the way, is it a big deal or not? We're joined by Big Shot Bobby. Robert Ori is going to be on. Is it Big Shot Bobby, Big Shot Bob, or Big Shot Rob? I don't think Rob. (laughs) You want to make a bet? I I mean, Wikipedia thinks it's
3: Rob. All right, well, you know, hey. that's why I was confused, because as a kid, I always called him Big Shot Bobby, but on his Instagram, it says Big
0: Shot Bob, and on his Wikipedia, it says Big Shot Rob. Oh, maybe that'll be your hot lead question. Maybe. Uh, so, <laughs> we're going to get to NBA playoffs, we're going to get to baseball, i got to tell you about my, no joke, magical night at the Mets-Dodgers game last night. <laughs> but, oh, I thought you went to see Chris I Angel in Vegas. Legs. No, that was, that was a different magical night. I wanted to call you out and all dumb Yankee fans across the country. (gasps) Yankees. Yeah. On Twitter. Yes. And you know who I give the assist to? Thank you, Dan Byer. Oh, no. What'd they do now? Dan Byer said, yo, you got to bring this up. And he was right. The Yankees posted a picture on Twitter and social media that says, "A 100 years at home. And it's a hundred year anniversary of the old Yankee Stadium. Oh, and then geez. there's like a split in the picture, like an old new with the new one. Yeah. It's not a hundred years. You move. Should I call my high school sweetheart and wish her a happy anniversary on our high school anniversary? Like when, when, uh, I remember I used to write on my books, Ramos. You might as well. You're such a butt sniff. You se- might as well call her up. 217. <laughs> Ninety-seven. That was the date of my. That was my high school sweetheart. Because I remember writing it on my textbooks. Two seventeen. Is it lame that I remember my high school sweethearts too? 9-26-90. Well, hey, in we, September we were in junior high though. In, in September, oh my God, you're old. Yeah. In September, do you call her and wish her a happy anniversary? You don't because you broke up in the nineties. Yankees have no business saying, 100 years in the Bronx, happy anniversary, you Yankee know what? Stadium. I agree.
3: <laughs> just because I'm a Yankees fan doesn't mean I'm going to be on their stupid team. I agree with you. I think anniversary. one of the biggest you know, crimes and terrible stories in sports history is the fact that they tore down the house that Ruth built just to jump on the bandwagon of new stadiums. That was one that should have been left alone, much like Wrigley, much like Fenway. Uh, it was glad, iconic. I'm, I'm I agree glad you with said you. it. There was I the- agree with you a 1,000%. The only redeeming benefit is that they won their first year in the new stadium <laughs> in 2009. Yeah, and, and also they have great garlic fries, but they could have got those at the old one. Nah, it's very cold and Coliseum-like. There's nothing ballpark about it, yeah. and it was a mystique, And and, and no joke— If you had ever gone to the old Yankee Stadium, the house that Ruth built, there was something about it. There really was. Magic was
0: there. As a Mets fan, I, Ramos, back in the day, would even acknowledge there's something so special about Yankee Stadium. I can't believe that Yankee fans let it happen. I mean, who doesn't want to see a baseball game with a big pole in front of your face, right? (laughs) Exactly. Right. That makes it unique. There were obstructions. But I will say this, though. I will say that there was the trifecta. Wrigley, Fenway, the old Yankee Stadium, yeah. Travis Stadium. It's man. uh, it was a bad move. You know what it was? Uh, Shea Stadium was a dump. They decided we're going to do City <laughs> Field, and I think the Yankees were like, we can't be outdone by the lowly Mets, and they're like, we're going to build the stadium. They without. felt the pressures.
3: She's- you know, they they had their dynasty, they had their run. All these other ballparks were being built, and like you said, City Field at the time, they fell into that pressure of of going next level, and yeah, our stadium's better than your stadium. They wanted to prove that they were the Yankees, and yeah, it was a mistake. I, I know it's a beautiful stadium. I know they've won there, but
0: it's not the same. Who did it, the Property Brothers or Chip and Joanna Gaines? I forget. The New Yankee Stadium? It was- Oh, uh, was it Tarek and Christina from back <laughs> in the Do day? Do you- Magnolia <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was Chip
1: Gaines, actually, yeah. Yeah, Chip, I thought so. Do you think they could have renovated it yes. to maintain the charm that it had? Because it needed to be updated. But like, then the, again- the, 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 the field itself, beautiful. But like the inside, the, it was like a cement
0: block. But there was a magic. It looked like a
1: prison. Yes. There really was
0: a at magic. At the concession stand. Uh, I don't know how you guys feel about this because we're we're East Coast guys. We've been out here, what, seven years now? It seems like yesterday. But yeah, East Coast guys living on the West Coast. So I guess I'm officially West Coast guy at some point, right? Jeez, dang, I've been out here almost 14 years. So Back and forth, at least. Look at it this way. I had a magical night. Last night, I took my kids for the first time as a family. My wife and my kids. We went to the Mets-Dodgers game. It was you, your wife, and uh, David Blaine, right? Yeah, it was a magical night. Like I said, great magic reference again. Any others? Yeah, David Copperfield. Okay, good, was okay, good one.
1: Bert Wonderstone. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I heard so, he performed during the seventh inning stretch. So,
0: we had a great time. We, I, I said to you off the air, I said, when your team wins, but the other team shows offense, that's so good for the game, and especially when your kids are there. I got to watch Freddie Freeman hit two home runs but the Mets won, so it was fantastic, right? I actually agree with that. Yeah. You, you see some legends play big.
3: You see some home runs, some action, but your team still wins. You can't beat that.
0: I bumped into Nick Lachey. No joke. I was like, Nick! Gave, me, gave Did him a you little... tell
3: him his reunion
0: stunk? Just I, kidding. I, I liked the reunion, but, but I hadn't watched it when I way, saw him.
3: I didn't even see it. I like Nick Lachey. He's actually one of the good guys. He's a really good guy, and he's a
0: big-time Cincinnati fan, big sports fan. So, yeah, I... I, I it was just a great night with the kids. The kids were having cotton candy, Dodger dogs, ice cream in a helmet. Like, it was just a, a really great, on a personal note, I felt like like a real dad. I know that sounds corny, but don't you feel like a lot of guys and women feel like I'm pretending to be dad or mom? I feel like a grown man boy pretending to be dad. Like, I think I'm just pretending to do what my parents did. Yeah. And I'm like, here I am at Dodger Stadium, sitting in good seats. We got the hot dogs. We got, uh you know, we're watching the game. I'm like, man, I'm a dad, I guess. What made you feel like a dad? You, you said they couldn't get any cotton candy? Because no, you had I, some at home? No, I spoil my kids. I I, <laughs> I, I, I don't do that. I'm like, you know what? Kick and after? ice cream. We got some at home. Uh, ice cream. We got a Neapolitan and a carton at home.
3: What made you feel like a dad? You wore a fake mustache?
0: I uh, I was slightly out of style. No, I, I, just, I, was, I thought it was a cool moment. You wore a fanny pack? Based on what we're talking about, Dodger Stadium and Yankee Stadium, I know it's legendary out here. The location's great. What a cool vibe. Beautiful area. But do the Dodgers need a new stadium, no. or is there some feeling like we love Dodger Stadium? Do we love Ramos? Lo- Ramos do, you think? do we love Dodger Stadium because it is? A, it well, reminds I, me of the old
2: Shea a little bit. You yes, know? I love Dodger Stadium, and it, and they've built around it or inside of it new stuff. I think it's very nice, and they should leave it just the way it is. It is.
0: It's. It's becoming classic, right? Like, you know how sometimes you're like, oh, that's not a classic car, and you're like, "Well, man, I think it is a classic car. 30, 40, 50 years have passed. This stadium was built, what, in the 60s? 1962. It's like, is Nirvana classic rock now? Yeah, Yeah, maybe it is. And you gotta realize that Dodger Stadium is a classic stadium now, so you might not want to fiddle with it. The updates, like those faded yellow seats, like that's sort of the charm now, I guess, of Dodger Stadium. But I had a great time. They did spice it up. You're right. They got some lounges and some new food and stuff, but I think the lore is that it's Los Angeles, great weather, Dodgers. Learn from tradition's mistake. Leave
3: well enough alone, as the great Johnny Lawrence says.
0: Leave well enough,
3: alone. Leave well enough alone. Yeah, you got to <laughs> leave it the way it is. There, There is a charm to it. Uh, I think it's very cool. Maybe some renovations. That's what the Yankees should have done. And I agree with you. You know, there's no celebration of 100 years. That's, that's malarkey. I can't even believe
0: they're promoting that. Who, who, who says malarkey? You and Joe Biden? Just me and him. Okay. Just that's me and malarkey. Him. So, off of Dodger Stadium, off of uh, the Yankees, but it is sort of funny. Like, so you know, feel free to go bust the chops of Yankees Twitter when they celebrate a hundred years of Yankee Stadium. Like, hundred years of two places. Again, that's like—it sounds terrible, but it's like wishing a happy birthday to someone that's dead. Hey, happy What's... happy happy hundredth birthday, Grandma! Grandma died ten years ago.
3: I actually had this conversation with my girlfriend the other day. She goes, "So, what happened to the old Yankee Stadium?" I almost like vomited when I like, had to admit. like Looking back, I'm like, how did anyone allow this to happen? It was a, a, a major landmark, I think, in, in history, baseball history, especially New York history. I'm like, they tore it down. She's like, what? Well, and it was like that legendary? I'm like, yeah. She's like, well, what did they make there? I'm like, I don't know. So I'm like, it's a parking
0: lot for the new stadium. I'm like, yeah, so they moved across the street and
3: put some other baseball fields there. Hey, you know, this Lincoln Memorial,
0: let's just... Yeah, <laughs> who needs it? I that? I mean, tab. let's just take it down. Yeah, hey, Rob, is this bell? It's got a crack in it.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's got a
0: crack in let's it. Can we, a, it. We a, can we get a new Liberty Bell? This bell is, what are we doing? Get rid of it. This well. White House needs a little. Hey, again, can, can we get the Property Brothers in here? F- let's
3: flip this. Any other observations from the Mets game last night? Oh, Statue of Liberty. I'm sorry, the Dodgers
0: game. Statue last of night? Liberty. Can, <laughs> we, can we change <laughs> her wardrobe? She got like I a gown on, holding a torch. She should be holding an iPhone. S- somebody like clean her or something. She's all green. My observation was, no joke, people out here in Southern California are just very kind. I mean, I grew up, I I don't want to keep saying it, but I grew up on the East Coast. Philly, Boston, New York. The Hollywood sign. Rough fans. Who needs that? Who needs that? You know where you are. Get a hologram. Actually, I, I heard a theory. Let me know if you think this
3: is true. The difference between East Coast and West Coast, New York and LA, is that people in New York... Are very they're kind but not nice. Kind but not nice. People, People in, in L- L.A. are nice but not kind. Whoa. Meaning, meaning. Yeah. Whoa. Let's say you got a flat tire. A guy in New York will insult you and tell curse you, go, you He'll tell you go F yourself, tell but he'll, he'll help you change F your tire. will help, help you change your yourself. tire. <laughs> yes. Someone in Which LA- over now, you stupid. So, All right, like, let's do this. Right. Someone in Los Angeles will be very- Oh, I'm sorry to say. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Bye.
2: Yes. Oh, well, yes. what a
3: shame. Bye. And there's something very true about that. That's the major difference. That is- A guy in New York- Well Will, said. will curse you up and down, insult you, but he will help you. Hey, if you need, five need bucks, You lost your wallet,
0: here you go- Now 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 get the F out of here. (laughs) Someone in L.A. will be, oh, sorry. So sorry what happened to you. So sorry. Oh, Oh. come here. Bye.
3: But they're not going to help you change a tire. They're
0: not going to help you. So they're very nice, but they're not kind. I I noticed in the South and in Texas, Florida, Georgia, when I've gone to games and places like that, there's a little ribbon and people drink a lot, but it's not harsh. LA is super kind. I've been to Dodgers games. No, I've been they're to, super
3: nice. I've been to Angels like, you're right.
0: I've been to Angels games. Everyone's really nice. New York, Philly, Boston. You go as a road fan into a stadium. I've been told some pretty nasty things by Philadelphia Phillies fans, by Red Sox fans. Yeah, I'm not even a Yankees that, that fan. nice
3: as surface. That's yeah, so, an LA thing. But
0: what I'm saying is, you go to the game with your kids out here. You really don't have to worry about that Phillies fan or Red Sox fan or Yankees fan being rude to you or your family. You don't. They obnoxious, are, right? Yeah, they're not. There's the no.
3: obnoxious East Coast fan. Yeah, there's a lot of truth to that. Like so I, no one, you know, no one
0: gave you any flack at all. No, if I if I would have took my kids to a Mets Phillies game in Philly, maybe it's because you were with your kids. No, because I've seen people with kids and people yell at your kids. Maybe they found your son intimidating. I mean, <laughs> not he, you. I mean clearly not you. <laughs> I mean, my son
3: is intimidating. <laughs> Yeah. He's three. He's, he's three a big boy. I mean, but it's little, uh, you know
0: he's
1: a little
3: outlaw. Yeah, uh,
0: he's a little he's a little badass. Let's say what's up to Ryan in New York. Ryan, you're on with Cavino and Rich. What's up, buddy?
2: Oh hello, I got a great story of going with my grandpa when I back in the eighties, Dwight Gooden and uh, I live in upstate New York, so we took a bus down there. The bus was a piece of junk, it broke down. Oh my gosh, our bus driver, she was pretty. Next thing you know, she's changed her clothes in the bathroom, comes out. There's almost a traffic jam of buses trying to stop us. We get there just in time in the third inning to see Dave Kingman hit a home run. Dwight Gooden was pitching. I was probably 12 years old. Oh, my gosh. It was a, in the beginning, it was a total disaster, but what a great – I'll never forget that. Yeah, that I, you outing. know what?
0: You, and you're trying to create – you remember that ridiculous uh, Dave Kingman bus story. I guess you're, what you're trying to do – is create those memories for your kids. And as yeah. a dad, as a mom, all you're trying to do is so that when they're older, they look back and be like, hey, remember that time we went to the Dodgers game and we had ice cream and helmets? Like, you just want to, you, what you're really trying to do is just create memories.
3: Would have been cool if you got on the big screen. No better thrill at the ballpark. Can't, can't do that as a road fan. Yo, by the way, there is no cooler thrill, especially with your family. You got to make that happen somehow. Yeah. Now, you could be the coolest guy in the world. You lose all your cool, all your chill. The second you're on the big screen, you're like, ah! yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Woo! but then everyone yeah! does that. Everyone does the same dumb thing. They look <laughs> at the scoreboard, so they're looking in the wrong direction. I
3: know, but if you've ever had the privilege, because I've had it a few times, I've never caught a foul ball or a home run, but I've been on the big screen. Yeah, you just lose it. Yeah, it's the coolest feeling. Uh, ever.
0: Can I give you a sleazy story?
3: Uh, sure. Why not? Mm. We're only on uh, national radio,
0: by all means. I had a buddy that used to work the cameras at City Field. My buddy Fallon, Brian Fallon, formerly of the Howard Stern Show. He was the guy that freelanced. He, re- he did the center field camera and some of the on-field cameras for, for the stadium and SNY. Great guy. Great dude. Brian, when I would be going to the game, when I was a single guy, Ramos. I'd be going to the game. I'd try to bring like a hot date, get good seats. Hey, you want to go to a ball game? I'm a big Mets fan. I'd be like, Phelan. Kiss Cam, sixth inning. I'm in section 114. Wow. Creepy or brilliant? Both. Brilliant. Okay, br- okay, brilliant. Okay. First gave you the thumbs up, too. <laughs> okay, so, brilliant.
3: Yeah. All right, yeah. There you go. Uh,
0: now, speaking of kids and sports, I could tie this into something I want to get to next if that's cool.
3: Yeah. I think you want to talk about this plane incident.
0: Yeah. Kids and air travel, usually uh, a tricky situation. Do you guys
3: know who Anthony Bass is of the Blue Jays? Well, well, he's married to Jesse James Decker's sister Blair and something happened to their family on a plane and we got to discuss it. I know Spot has a strong opinion on it. You know, Rich has a strong opinion on it. Let's just put it this way. They were on a flight and the flight attendants handed out popcorn to everybody on the plane and they gave a box of popcorn to the little kids.
1: Little kids made a mess. And as the story goes. What is it
0: the movie theater? but first of all, I don't, who
1: hands out popcorn, I don't think they did. I think they brought it on themselves. That's what they
3: said That's the story I read. I'm not making that
0: up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to me, it's like Again,
3: this but you know, I'm glad you said that because this story is very much a he said, she said sort of thing. According to Anthony Bass. Terrible potato chips. Oh, I touched chip. Please. His pregnant <laughs> wife was told, Hey, your kids made a mess. You guys need to clean up every drop. Apparently, the flight attendants came up to his wife with a trash bag and a wet wipe and said, clean this. So they expected her to
0: clean this, and he went living on social media. We're going to read his social media message, and, and then we'll discuss right or wrong. Who's in the right? Who's in the wrong? The airline? The pregnant mom with kids making a mess? Could everyone be wrong? We will get to that and your feedback at eight seven seven nine nine on Fox. And I know in a little bit, burst you're going to fire up the NBA trivia on a Tuesday?
2: Can't wait. We got more. Kavino and Rich, next, right here on FSR. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: Tire Ratings and Consumer Reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's
3: TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right. DJ Ramos is back, live from the TireRack.com studios.
2: Ramos in the mix.
3: Camino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. Birch is on the phones at 877-99 on Fox. Fun fact about this anthem from Evanescence fun fact, and we heard it from the man himself. Mike Shinoda was offered the rap part of the song. And he was like, ah, I would love to, but I'm a little busy with my band called Linkin Park. So this was originally supposed to be Evanescence with Mike Shinoda doing the rap. But it worked out for both because this won a Grammy Award. Yeah. Bring me to life, right? Bring me to life. Yeah. That, That would have been him there. Yes. Yeah. And there's new old Linkin Park out, by the way, if you're a Linkin Park fan and you've been out of that mix for a minute. The Meteora box set is 20 years old now, so they found all these unreleased tracks. And uh, listen out for that. I'm a Lincoln. big rock fan. I-, I love me some rock, a nice Heine, and of course some sports.
2: Let's yep. go
0: Yankees. Uh, I'm Cavino, That is <laughs> I was rich. trying to figure the tie in, bring me to life. Ramos was not here yesterday, and he's still alive. Yeah. That the- <laughs> he's here.
2: Perfect. Yeah, we'll run with that one. Yeah, uh, That
0: sounds good.
3: Hey, we're going to do some NBA trivia. We got Robert Ori stopping by, Big Shot Bobby, and lots going on today, but we're in the middle of a juicy story right juicy. now. Juicy. This is juicy. <laughs> now, Fox Sports Radio Nation, pay attention. Hit us up at Covino and Rich. Again, live from the tireck.com studios. When I think about places where it's acceptable to make a mess, I don't know why it is. I think of two places. The movie theater. And where you were yesterday,
0: Rich, at the ball game. For some reason, you could throw all your peanut <laughs> shells and your popcorn. I'll be honest. On purpose, I threw out my stuff at the ball game yesterday. Yeah, I'm not saying that's all right, but it I does had, seem like you know, acceptable sometimes. Like the cotton candy bags the kids had, the Dodger dog wrappers, the little cup holder thing. They were all under my chair. And when I left, I go, you know what? I'm going to throw it out because yeah. I'm not a piece of trash. You don't have to be a slob. You don't Just have be- to be a slob. Just because you
3: can you be a slob. But tell slop. me you never left your popcorn box at nope. the movie theater? Never. Nope. Oh, you're the best spot.
0: A uh, nope. baseball game. You never left peanut shells ever. ever no, nope. I, uh, I, I get a little no container, container and best. I put it in. Oh, you're a moron! Right. So uh, anyway, uh, now I'm at the saying- theater, at the theater, I agree with Spot. I've never been the guy that's like, hey, let me throw my popcorn everywhere. It's a theater, but at a ball game, there is this weird feeling of like, oh yeah, I finished uh, my mustard-stained wrapper right on the floor. Like, what? I don't know why that's a thing, but it does happen. I'm not yeah. saying it's right. Now, an airplane,
3: different story. How do you feel about that, Anthony Bass? Pitcher for the Blue Jays is married to Jesse James Decker's sister, okay? So that's your tie-in. Just trying to connect the dots for you. Her name is Blair. So Anthony Bass has...
0: Oh, sister, a, sisters that married two athletes. Yes.
3: Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Has a pregnant wife. She's 22 weeks pregnant. She's on a plane with her two kids. She's on a plane. Five-year-old and a two-year-old. They're on a United flight, Okay. Now the story as I understood it is they handed out popcorn. That does sound odd because I've never been given popcorn. And to a two year old? But maybe I don't get the Anthony you, Bass VIP that's a, treatment. That's like number one choking food. I they, would never I would never give my three year old popcorn. Yeah, you know, how they got the popcorn is is sort of yeah okay. But either way, well, these two little not kids. Really.
1: Well, I, I read due to research. I but read it's not irrelevant. That they
3: handed it out. Okay.
1: But I don't they don't hand it out. You have to either buy it as a snack or you buy Purchase it ahead of time and bring it on the plane. They don't hand it out as a snack. A five-year-old I've been and on two-year-old, every airline.
3: they were both eating popcorn, and one of the kids spilt the popcorn, and according to the Bass family, Anthony Bass, this is what he tweeted out, Okay. Flight attendant at United just made my 22-week pregnant wife traveling with a 5-year-old and a 2-year-old get on her hands and knees. Oh. Cinderella to up, style. Yeah, to pick up the popcorn oh. mess by my youngest daughter. Are you kidding me, United? Are you kidding me? And then,
0: again, this is a one-sided story as of now. Well, no, but he, he posted that thinking the world would back him up. Right. And the opposite happened. Everyone's like, clean up after your damn kids. Well, then he came they, back and
3: said that they said to him... According to his wife and Anthony Bass, United said that they have to clean up every drop. They came with a trash bag and a wet wipe and
1: said, "Clean up every drop." I find that hard to believe, but that's what they're saying. I believe, yeah, I believe the statement was the captain, the captain of the plane, would like you to
0: clean up what the hell's a captain? Mess. No, he's flying the plane. He's not watching what's going on in row uh, nine. Alright, let me let me break down a few things here. Who's in the wrong? Think, what would you do? You make the call, I Fox think, Sports Radio. I think we are stuck in a world In a world. Where everyone thinks there needs to be one person to blame when my feeling is that everyone in this scenario is wrong. Well Like I think I think we're stuck spot on thinking like, well, who's to blame? United or the the mom? And I'm thinking, first of all, do you not expect Two-year-old to make a mess with food. Kids are messy. And then kids are messy. I, I, travel, I travel. Fingers. I travel. I travel with my kids. You know what my wife and I do? I'll give you a little tip. They always stick you in the back of the plane anyway, right? Because you're getting like four seats together. She got two kids. She's get a row. Tuck them in the back, right? You realize you have to wait at baggage claim anyway. Are you anyway? Saying Any? stick them by the bathroom. By the bathroom. Bathroom. Well, spot. Here's the deal. When you travel with kids, you need to check bags regardless because you have car seats and sh- crap like that. I've driven your wife to the airport.
1: And I've seen what a rock star she is with two kids.
0: It's tricky, man. But It's tricky. You know what? You you go in the back of the plane. You're like, yeah, dude, I'll take row 30. You wait for everyone to get off the plane because you realize you have to wait a baggage claim anyway. And then when everyone's off the plane, you put your kids' little iPads in their bags and you're like, all right, let me try to do my best to clean up after my kid because you're supposed to clean up after your kids. Great- but did they tell this woman mid-flight to get on her hands and knees? I can't believe that to be true. I think. Do you think in the middle of the flight I- spot they're like they're they're at thirty thousand feet? and They're like boom boom. Hey, lady with the you know with the pregnant belly and the kids, get on your hands and knees and clean. You think they said
1: that? As they say, there are two sides to every story.
0: Three. The truth is where Oh yeah,
1: there bro. you go. But I guarantee you, just the the part about this story that disgusts me. And Do you yes, give me the the George, word? Dis- George I'll, Foreman guarantee? I'll it? use the word that disgust. Oh the boy. part about the story that disgusts me is the blatant playing of the victim by Bass and his family making it seem like they took this pregnant woman who probably was barely showing at 5 months took her face and smushed it in the popcorn on the floor like when a dog pees yeah. on the floor like they they made it could sound like they and they all gathered yeah. around and were pointing and laughing at her like ha ha, ha clean your mess I, I they probably went over nicely and said ma'am uh we notice your children are are spilling food into the aisle where other people are walking. It's a uh, a hazard and a uh, a cleanliness issue. Can you please? We have to get ready for the next flight. We have to, not even that. Can you please um, pick up the the mess that's in the it's aisle? It's not even so that it's
0: because, not, because it's not even that, Because in the picture because, you because, do see the popcorn yeah. in the aisle and in the seat behind the mess. I'm amazed though. Have you guys ever noticed when you walk off a plane? Oh, my God. When you walk off it's a worse plane- than a, It's worse than a
1: baseball stadium. And, and you're like, what do the people in every row ahead of me doing? <laughs> and you know who the biggest culprits are? First class. Entitled. Or business class.
0: Uh, you know, hold on. Dan so Byer, who's is about- Is this a story of entitlement or yes. was united it's, in the right? No, it's, yes. a story, it's a story of entitlement and it's a story of- pa- Parental entitlement. No, it's a story of entitlement, but also a story of everyone could be wrong. She could be wrong, but you know who else could be wrong? If the airline did tell a pregnant mom with two little kids, like, hey, you better clean up that Plus, popcorn, like, give her a chance to clean it up without you barking at her, right? Plus, I
1: also understand that that pregnancy comes with a lot of risks, but they're really playing up the issues of a, of a high-risk pregnancy. You think she should be down on her knees on a flight? If she's a high-risk pregnancy... That high risk, if they're going to push that angle, should she really be traveling alone with two children, I mean, you're or should in- she, she, she be on bed rest?
0: I don't know, Spot. You sound pretty insensitive. Uh, Dan Byer, who's going to give us an update, is, oh, uh, yeah, is a proud dad of a little Sorry. kid. Sorry, if, just- if your wife, Dan, was on a flight, and the flight attendant Can you imagine a flight attendant being like, clean up after your kid? Every crazy. drop.
4: Well, I, I brought this up to my soon-to-be two-year-old last night, and he told me that you know the audacity of, <laughs> of this woman And that was the word that he used. He said the audacity of this woman... To feel that she was the victim, and he even said, "I mean, he's going to be two on Monday." He goes, "You know, these kids bear the responsibility. They're, yeah. they're not the you know they're the plane isn't to themselves." And so and so, I had to take it. He knows more about it than I. See, do, I know he'll hey, be dad, two on Monday. But that's what a what he level said. head! Ha- yes. Happy
0: early birthday to your son. I will ask you this, Dan, as a dad of a little kid. We all you know, couple, so impressed
4: with his kids' vocabulary.
0: Uh, yes. yes, a few of us yeah. have audacity. A, a, wow, a, a few of us in the studio have little kids and. Dan, can you imagine the mess your son would make if given like a bag of goldfish or Cheez-Its on a
4: flight? Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, everywhere. <laughs> every, everywhere. you Just do like your the, best, right? The, you do your
0: best to clean up when You know what? Rich all, is yeah. defending
3: this, though? Because his kids make the biggest mess at IHOP every weekend.
0: And you know what I do, though? I'll clean up as much as I can. I leave an extra couple bucks because I know they got to clean the syrup off of They're everything. making syrup
4: sculptures. <laughs> I know. Yes. So. I, w- I would feel guilty to leave that sort of mess. Like, is I just, to, to get up and leave, I would at least try to, I would at least put forth an effort to be like, all right, I at least want to do my part. I know the of vacuum that comes in here later will do a better job. Yeah, but, uh, do
0: the yeah. best you can, but I doubt, I, that's the thing, I doubt they told her, get on your hands and knees, pregnant lady, and clean mid-flight. Boom, boom.
2: <laughs> yes. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Thank Demar you, Dan.
0: Damar huh? Hamlin. That's pretty wild, right? That's it's gonna be—it's gonna be like a scary first return, right? <sighs> like those early I reps. So. Yeah, but you know, life was on, and you know, if he's cleared to play, he's cleared to play. Yeah, congrats to him. That's great news. Does anyone? Uh, is anyone a big old school wrestling fan from back in the day? I uh, am. You, you? Do you remember the wrestler Rugged Ronnie Garvin? Yeah. Remember his final move. It was the Garvin stomp. He would just stomp on someone. <laughs> when I was, got hungry. Was Draymond yeah. giving him the Garvin stomp? Maybe he was giving him the Garvin stomp. It looked ah. like a wrestling move. It did. You know, we're going to ask Robert Ori about it later on, but uh, right now I'm starving like rugged Ronnie Garvin. I mean, my initial instinct when I see the Draymond Sabonis clip, I, I feel like I speak on behalf of so many people. It's It was like a standard type of playoff atmosphere of basketball in the 80s or 90s. I'm not saying we live in the 80s or 90s anymore, but... Yeah, like that's like Pistons Celtics Knicks, Heat in the night. 90- that was like classic basketball rivalry, rough moment. No big fist were thrown a little foot out. There was definitely some theatrics involved. Action. And I think it could be a new dance
3: move. I don't know, the Draymond Stomp. What do you think? I think it might be sweeping yeah. the nation. I think it might try it out this weekend.
0: He held on to Draymond's leg though. Who what was it? Was it uh, Van Gundy that was holding on to yes. Who was he holding on to? Alonzo Morning was yes. it? Or- yeah, I mean, listen, the NBA I don't ever want to sound like the old guy that's like, things aren't the way they used to be. But I mean, you found that type of play and that type of I guess you would say chippiness in postseason basketball for decades. Why are we making it seem like why are we making it seem like Draymond and Sabonis, that was like the most crazy thing? In fact, wasn't uh wasn't it Gottlieb that said he doesn't even think they should have got a technical? Like it just play on like it's rough basketball.
3: I mean, in today's basketball, I could see why. It stood out. But like Dreamon said, his foot's got to land somewhere. Again, Covino and Rich, live from the Tyerac.com studios. we got to do some trivia soon. It's a good line, by the way. My foot's got to <laughs> land somewhere. He says he can only step
0: so far, so I guess his sternum was the you know, perfect landing spot. All right, perfect. We'll get some NBA trivia coming up in just a little bit. Plus, we are going to get to some baseball some football offseason moves? Is this, a, is this Jalen Hurts thing a good or bad thing for the ongoing Lamar Jackson saga? Yeah, he sets a new bar. I, what does it do? Uh, real quick, uh, you got 20 seconds. Chris and Philly, I don't want to keep you hanging. What's up, buddy? Chris. Chris. All good. Nice talking to you, too. Chris waited on hold all that time for uh, that. Oh, jeez, Chris. What I nice. hope Chris is okay. Chris? Chris. Right. Live from the Tirec.com studio. Cavino and Rich. We got more next on FSR.
2: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxsportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: higher ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports.
3: TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Oh, The forecast is raining tacos on this Tuesday. Taco Tuesday! Thank you, LeBron. Cavino and Rich, CNR on FSR, live from the tirerack.com studios, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. I'm Steve Cavino, Rich Davis, Spot, hey. Ramos, Stand Byer, Bursch. And Bursch has some trivia for us NBA trivia next oh. hour. Plus, we're joined by Robert Ori. But two reminders, Rich, before yes. we get into.
0: More of the meat of the show. Oh, I'm so mad yesterday. Yeah. Do you remember the guy called up and he goes, out of nowhere, hey, tonight should be all about a Kings parlay. And I was like, Kings parlay? He goes, yeah, the LA Kings, the Sacramento Kings, and hey, throw your Mets in there too. And I was like, yeah, great idea, buddy. <laughs> and never thought twice about it. That would have hit. Uh, <laughs> that means well, Kings, thanks. Kings, and Mets. It would have been a great parlay. But then again, I only make dumb bets. All right. So, a few <laughs> reminders we have bribery balls. CNR
3: on FSR Nerf footballs, and here's how you qualify. You could play some NBA trivia with us, or subscribe to our podcast for free, leave a nice comment, tell me I'm handsome, tell me I have the best hair on radio, and uh, you qualify for a bribery ball. So when Danny G gets back... I got some balls to give away. Give some away, right? So listen out for your name. Plus, this Friday, I know it's only Tuesday, but I'm looking forward to the weekend. Already? This Friday, we'll be in Vegas, bringing you all the fun, live from Vegas, for the big fight this weekend, Ryan Garcia and Tank Davis. So again, you never know who's going to stop by the show. To me, it's the fight of the year so far. A lot of great fights lining up. This is one of them. It's a, it's a classic. You know so we're really pumped to be there in Vegas bringing it to you. Again, Ryan Garcia, Tank Davis. Hear all the fun right here on Fox Sports Radio. Not to sound
0: like a pervert. Yeah, but that's who you are. So go ahead. Continue. We've been to Vegas maybe, what, 50-plus times together? That's not a brag. It just work has taken us. Like, we've been to Vegas more than any other city together. I think more than that. Man, maybe, yeah, maybe. I mean, if you go a couple times a year, we've been doing a show together almost 20 years. It's been spot since before COVID. We haven't been to a, <clears throat> a gentleman's establishment.
3: <laughs> not to be a not,
0: not to be a pervert. But I'm saying, have, have you been to have you been to an adult's uh, club since COVID? Oh, uh-uh.
3: Not into that anymore. No, I mean, can I bring my disinfectant wipes and rub them on the cheeks? Ah!
0: I'm gonna have to clean those cheeks. <laughs> just saying. I mean, it's been uh, it's been years. Like why you see changed. me almost
2: every day when I enter the studio. Oh, I do. Oh yeah. Do I, do? I mean people You wipe probably, it down, or at least people, wipe the mic down, right? You
3: know what's funny is people probably think I'm a sort of a weirdo or whatever, but it's just routine from like pandemic days. I haven't stopped it. I wipe everything down, I clean the microphones. Radio
2: studios are dirty, no. man. Gross. Yeah. so you know, I, You're know you 100% right. You should, uh, I, when they asked me what's he's, the one re, thing- He's
0: right in that he should wipe down the girl's cheeks? Oh. <laughs> or, the, or the studio, Rob? No, no, or they, both.
3: They, I have a little PTSD, they, so I don't, I
0: don't feel that comfortable uh, about they it.
2: They asked me, what's the thing you can learn from the, from the pandemic that happened? And I said that we will be- better off wiping down a lot more stuff than we did before. And so I commend you from that. Thank
3: you. You. Plus, I see LeVar Arrington with his feet up on the (laughs) console. (laughs) That is true. His bare feet, by the way. So, you know, a guy that does that, I'm not going to feel 100% comfortable when you really think about it.
0: In the moment, I probably won't care. I think he balances his tootsies (laughs) on your mic, actually. It's it's probably true. Well, hey, tonight, I I wanted to bring this up because this is interesting. We're going out for a dinner with an old pal tonight. Yeah, he's uh 85 years old. <laughs> his name is uh his name is uh George. His no, name is uh Ebenezer. We're going out with an old buddy. Hey guys, great to see you. And <laughs> I do And it, it wouldn't be an issue here because he's a younger guy. And just he's the pal we haven't seen. He, he's are hitting just, the
1: early bird, right at 4 p.m. Yeah, right? He,
0: he's a sports fan. Pretty but great. with the NBA playoffs on and other games on, you Camino's, got, got Hawks, Celtics, Knicks, Cavs, Clippers, Suns. Clippers, Suns is, yeah. is a great game. The later game, I'm excited for that one. cavino has been the guy historically spot. You've seen it on many occasions where he has his phone and the game on at a dinner table. If you're catching up with a friend that you see like once or twice a year, they're in L.A. Hey, let's grab a dinner. Is it like a party foul to have like the the basketball game streaming on your phone at it's the dinner table? Adding to the table?
3: atmosphere, man. We're adding talking
0: adding it's to the- playoffs too. Not only is it playoffs, <laughs> it's our job. Adding to the atmosphere. It's our atmosphere. livelihood.
3: Hey, if you want me to come out on a Tuesday night, you got to realize it's a work week for me. I'd love to have a steak with you, but I'm gonna have the games on too, so I know what I'm talking about a little bit tomorrow. You know, it's not like we're we're calling out all the 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 X's and O's of the games, but I, I need to know, I, have, I need to have an understanding of what's going on. So he uh, just adds to the fun. Like, hey,
0: man, pass the steak sauce. Oh, wow, look at that. You, uh, would you guys like to put in some appetizers? Ah, 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 yes. Oh, you want appetizers? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Julius Randle just hit a, a jump shot. <laughs> exactly. <Sorry>. Answer <Yeah>. but- <laughs> the fun. If it's your friend, he's going to understand, though. Yeah, but I mean, if we're having like engaging conversation, and Camino's Dude, watching the Yankees game on his phone. No, no, no.
3: There's a difference between my buddy's coming for a meal, and like you're trying to make a first impression on a a, a good impression on a first date. I'm not saying kill the romance on a uh, you yeah, if you're with a a woman or you know
0: if you're, if you're on a Bumble or Tinder date. Right. First impression should be like nice to meet you. By the way, the Yanks are playing. <laughs> if he's my buddy, shouldn't he also be kind of interested in what's going on in the game? I'm just, just saying. That, that's that one thing. With you. My other thing I'm excited about tonight is Cavino, who's all about, and he tries to stay in shape. I'll give him that. Cavino's like talking about getting, maybe getting back into keto. He's been going to the gym, eating real clean. We're going to a place tonight that's known for their garlic bread. And I can't wait to watch you watch us. I'm breaking a sweat just thinking about eat it. Eat the garlic bread. Like when you're on a diet or some regimen and you have to watch other people eat good food. It's like you at the gentleman's
2: establishment. Wipe those down. <laughs> <laughs> more coming on <and> Rich next <laughs>